Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon to you. It's Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Lori, we we think she's battling the flu. She uh, described it as she feels like she got hit by a truck. And that's not a good thing. So. No, that's not. Not a good and thing. And I don't think she was. Hit by a truck. She was not. No. no that, we, like we can confirm. So I think that. that's good. Okay, so um, oh, what is going on? What is going on in the music world? What is going on in the world well, of music? Our guy, Mr. Ed Sheeran, he's dipped his toe in the copy. <laughs> pool again oh, no. the copying no. song pool no. i i'm just going to go on the record to yep. say yes. the original um case that set the president precedent for people to um be able to sue others if their music sounds like theirs was the blurred lines case yes oh, okay. um, that didn't set a precedent there have been did. other cases before there that. hadn't been one they, they the biggest said was george harrison got sued in the 70s and he lost for ripping off a song yeah he no, did seriously yeah he did yeah because we hadn't heard mm-hmm. anything in a long time well, I think that, Julie, you're accurate. They and as had, much as, like, in our recent memory, the Blurred Lines case, where they ended up having to pay out Marvin Gaye's family mm-hmm. for his song, like, that kind of triggered a new wave of these kinds of lawsuits. And I, and Donnie's right, though. George Harrison did yeah. have to pay up for ripping off My Sweet Lord. Yeah, he ripped off Which the Chiffons. He's so fine. Yeah. Oh, all right, fine. Oh, so well, Ed Sheeran case. seems to be getting caught right and left, or maybe he's copying right and left, depending <laughs> hey, on no. if it's tomato, tomato. Right. We're going to okay. listen to these two songs. Well, so here's what happened is, you know, he's already had to, um, he's been sued for thinking of you and Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, and he's had to put people on the credits, naming credits and giving them People have benefited greatly. Yes. Um, so he went to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill this past fall and said, I've got a song for you the rest of our life. And um, he is credited with co-writing this tune with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. And Donnie will play that. But a complaint was filed just yesterday in New York federal court, courts by Sean Carey and Bo Golden, two Australians who say this track is blank. Blatantly, 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 thank you, yeah. copying their own 2014 When I Found You. So let's listen to okay. Ed Sheeran. Yes, here's the Faith Hill. Ed, Ed Faith Hill, Tim McGraw. Penned by Ed Sheeran. Sitting with you in a dark room. 
fireplace You know there's just something about you You brighten my day All it is is okay. the chord, and that chord is a popular piano chord. Is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, there's more. So let's listen. You'd have to listen to the entire minute and a half thing. Well, let's the, listen to right, now. So here's the other song. The Aussies who are being ripped off. Okay. Oh man! I mean, come <laughs> on! Exactly that is a chord. That is a piano chord. That's a chord progression. So no, what, Julia. People? Oh, Julia. Today I held flowers. All right, it's the same song. <laughs> it's totally the same guilty. song. Guilty, guilty, yes. Oh, so guilty. Oh, I mean, I know this... you. I know you want to defend them so much, Julia. But I mean, immediately, I right don't. off the bat, that was bad. That was bad and obvious. Ed, can't you hide oh. it a little bit more? I read that. Uh, Why can't he hide authors it? Of the Australian <laughs> authors it? of the song said it's interesting because Ed was touring Australia when our song was at the top of the Australian mm. charts. I feel like he listens to things yeah. and he absorbs information, and then he doesn't realize that what he's absorbing is exactly what he's regurgitating. You know, I mean, you take in all these influences, you hear something, and, and you know, it's difficult. By and wherever you travel or whatever sure. you hear. But you have to be craftful and mindful about not ripping people off. You put it in the yeah, second damn, you know, you yeah. put it in the chorus or something where people uh, aren't going to have to hide they'll, it. They'll find you, you got to hide it deeper, Ed. Five million dollars uh, damages plus profits, a and of course they want to get on um, the, uh, the royalties and from all the songs. And probably Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are a little pissed that their name yeah. is being dragged through the mud. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would be. Okay, this is kind of um, I think timely and appropriate. Dolly Parton's dinner show attractions. She does two of them. She does one in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee, Ford, and in Branson, Missouri. And both of them are do- dropping the Dixie from their brand name to avoid negative connotations. And Dixie is a nickname for the 11 Confederate states that seceded from the country during the Civil War era. So she says our shows um, are just going to get rid of the Dixie part. So it's going to be um, Smoky Mountain Adventures. And um, I think that's fair. I think it's good branding. I think it's smart. Yeah. We already mentioned that Queen's going to be honored um, with a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys, and it's not the Queen. Which okay, because I, I, I thought that you were going to say the Queen, <laughs> too. I'm like, oh, okay, that's going to be something I'm going to tune queen. into. But it's the band. Queen. I read it wrong. I read it really <laughs> quickly, funny. and I thought, they're going to honor the Queen? The I Grammys? mean, has she done spoken, spoken word, word records? What music? Now, this is interesting. Rick Springfield, who a few maybe five years ago he wrote a book talking about his struggles with depression and suicide thoughts you remember and, that book huh you remember yeah. yeah and when we were very very new on the air here he was touring he's been in studio with us a couple times yeah. and we were we're just have always been big fans but he said to he was talking to some someone was interviewing and he said last year he's really close to those thoughts again and he thinks about it, and he says that when all these guys last year, Chester Benningfield, Chris Connell, Robin Williams, those guys, I, I don't go to myself, oh, that's terrible. I went, I get it. I get being lost in the dark. And he said, you're in so much pain you want to tan. I've been there, and I know what it's like, and I understand it's just part of your makeup. But he continues to take all the steps to continue to be healthy and do well. Good. 
And he meditates. Meditation is the only thing that takes me out of it. I truly meditate and focus to get to that place. I'm not depressed. No matter what's going on, it's pretty hard. But boy, he has struggled. Yeah. With it. You know, he's open about it. Yeah, he is. And I'm glad he can share his experiences and hopefully help others. I know. Eric Clapton today, after, you know, 2016, he revealed... He had nerve damages in, in his hands, and it was hard for him to play guitar. Yeah. Now he's spoken out about that he's going deaf. He has tinnitus, or tinnitus, depending on how you want to pronounce it, which is a ringing in your Ian Punnett had that. That's right. And, um, you know, I'm, not su- I'm surprised that more classic rock guys who are around Eric Clapton's age are not expressing... This the kind same of thing. the same thing. I I've, mean, decades, decades of just pounding your yep. eardrums with massive amounts of volume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're right about that. And he just says he's still going to go out there and he's still going to tour. And so what if I can hear you guys can? And he probably knows it by memory. Yeah, he's just um, going to get out on stage, do his thing. And I think, you know, this is just something, like you said, I'm, I'm, I agree. But, you know, when you, then the Starkey... Um, gala comes around every year. You see some rockers there. You see yeah. some people, and a lot of people wear the in-ear hearing aids mm-hmm. that no one else can see. Mm-hmm. You know, that will hook up to your phone. Like yeah. my, one of my best friends got them when she was um, 40 years old. Yeah. And it, you can't it, even tell she has them. The technology is great, it's, it's but amazing. it's just the yeah. fact that Eric Clapton is admitting this, and he's saying, this is what I'm going through, and it may or may not affect me, but I'm going to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Always wear your earplugs when you go to concerts. By the way, bring your little nubbins, stick them in your ear. Yeah. We do. It's, it's, it Good. hurts sometimes. It's so loud. I know. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah, we otherwise do. you're like, you're so I know, and you can get them custom fire. fitted. I know, you really can. Okay, now, are, is this exciting news to people? Because we have loved the Will and Grace redo. Yep. Yep. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Lopez is going to guest star in the upcoming roles. Now, she's on NBC with Shades of Blue. And her character is Detective Harley Santos. Lori loves this show. Shades of Blue. She does. With Jennifer Lawrence. And I Lawrence. and we all love Will and Grace. Do you think that, um, I don't know what she's going to be when she guest stars? Well, she's going to play herself and, and her TV character. She yeah, is? Yeah, so, so she's know. in New York City and she's okay. shooting the show. I mean, so I get it. So it's synergy amongst totally. the shows yes. to get people yeah. to watch her show because I think Will and Grace is way more popular. It's the good old crossover theory. Yes, it is. Of course, yeah. 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 Yes, it is. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, other things that are happening. Bon Jovi is coming Saturday, April 28th to Excel Center. That's big news. This is like making headlines today. It is. Is it really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? He's been They're only going on a, like, like a two-month tour. It starts in Denver on March 14th, and it wraps up t- um, two months later. It's got a couple new songs. We saw Bon Jovi last time. I mean, they're fun to see. Hmm. Yeah. You just have to get used to the fact that the guy isn't there. Sambora, Richie Sambora. Oh, Richie Sambora. Sambora. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel a loss that Richie Sambora wasn't there? He was when we went last time. Oh, okay. So yeah, he so was there be, with this you. This would be the first. Oh, this would be the first. Right. Hey, listen. Look at the time. It's yeah. time for the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. We'll be right back. Mike. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It's snowing, man. Manuary, it's snowing, man. It's hot. Yes, it is. You know what you want to do if you want to come to our manuary party at CanCam Wonderland next Wednesday night, 651-641-1071. 
But right now we've got the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. That was the most Hello. exciting Dirt Alert intro I've ever gotten. And my Dirt Alert sounder interrupted by giving something away. We should do it every time. I know, right? I just want you to know that Can Can Wonderland has my official stamp of approval. It is so much fun there. It I've is. I've been there a couple of times. Same. and. Same. Just be careful with the cocktails because they'll get you. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're fun. They are so fun. Uh, you know, I want to start with some fun news in terms of just someone we know who's going through a battle and her family supporting her. And I'm talking about Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And her son sent her a really special video today to mark the end of her chemotherapy. And it's her sons who are 25 and 20 dancing and lip syncing to Michael Jackson's Beat It. I and love she that. shared it. Isn't that cute? I thought, Julia, especially you as the mom yeah. of a couple of boys, would really love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, She uh, put it on Instagram and said, my beauty boys made this for me today. My last day of chemotherapy. Pretty swell, right? Ain't they sweet? That is sweet. Good news. I know. She's 56. She revealed in September that she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And you'll remember we talked about how she made this public. and, And it was just a... A very lovely tweet acknowledging that she is not the only one going through this. She said one in eight women get breast cancer today. I'm the one. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I know. I know. Oh. She said um, that she is lucky because she has great insurance and a great group of family and friends. And she is finished with her chemo. She apparently once her rega- once she regains her strength, she's going to shoot the final season of HBO's hit show Veep. And then once that final season airs, I'm going to binge watch the entire series. Oh, it's yes. fantastic. I think I will too. I haven't watched any of it. And I want to just watch the whole thing. I watched like the first year. Oh, well, you've totally forgotten what happened then. Then you can just rewatch it. Yeah, do the whole thing. I think you're right. I'm just going to go back and redo it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. As soon as it ends, let's start. We'll watch the whole thing. Perfect. I have have lots of HBO news today. So HBO, this is a big story. Ronan Farrow has signed a deal with HBO to do investigative documentaries. This has been rumored for a while, but the network just announced it today. What do you think about that? I think it's smart. I think it's smart. I think... He's a smart young man. He's going to do some cool stuff, I think. I think. Yeah, I'm really glad that a place like HBO is backing Ronan Farrow because I feel like they'll give him a lot of license to do whatever he wants and they have the funding to make these projects really yep. good. I think you're right, Holly. It's a three-year deal. It's going to begin later this year. And we, of course, know that his most recent investigative work all had to do with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, he put together that bombshell article in The New Yorker um, and they published it after NBC NBC News passed on his work. He's going to continue to report for the magazine. He's joining The New Yorker as a contributing writer. And HBO says that Ronan Farrow's documentary specials uh, will continue to document the abuse of power by individuals and institutions. Ooh, you know, he just juicy. turned 30. I know that we he's were talking an incredible about human being. He's an incredible human being. I read that Hollywood Reporter piece yep. about him last night. The entire All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thing, he graduated college at 15. 15, mm-hmm. you guys. Yep. I know. That's incredible. Well, I'm glad that he's doing good work, that he is an intelligent, bright person that is using his uh, brain power for the betterment of our culture. And frankly, his fame. I mean, and, he's yeah. got a big name. Yeah, right. he's really doing something great with it. So way to go. Uh, something else that you might want to watch on HBO this spring. HBO is going to air Judd Apatow's Gary Shandling documentary. <gasps> in Ooh, okay, I'm in. Yeah, I okay. thought that you would be interested oh, in this. I loved him. So it's I a loved two-part him. documentary about uh, the late comedian and it is called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. It's going to premiere on March 26th and then conclude on March 27th. This is all on HBO. It's a four hour plus documentary. You know, Gary Shandling passed away in 2016. Very close friends with Judd Apatow and it has interviews with 40 plus comedians. Include, I mean, everybody. He was best friends with, um, who was it? Gary um, Shandling? A, a woman. A woman in LA. Oh, um, is Sarah Silverman? No. She's interviewed in no. this. It w- Jim Carrey, Sasha Baron Cohen, Dave Coulier, John Favreau, Jay Leno, Kevin Nealon, Conan O'Brien, Bob Saget, Jerry Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman. It's like every comedian you've ever heard yeah. of yeah. is going to be in. I almost want to say it was Kathy Griffith. I, I think that, you, really? that would yeah. probably be I an think accurate they were statement. Like besties. Yeah. And well, and they all would go and play basketball yes. together. All of these comedians would have a Sunday big pickup game of basketball at his house. And so all these people would be gathering all these fantastic comedians. Wow. And Gary Shandling was like the guy that kept this whole group together. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, that'll be something to mark your calendars to be sure to watch. And I won't go through the whole list, but HBO has an amazing just list of documentaries slated for the first half of 2018. I mean, they've got, they've got like 10. Do you like watching documentaries? Love. I love it. And it's documentaries are something that my husband and I can watch together and really enjoy watching together. And then I feel like it makes us smarter because then later on at parties, we can go, we watch this documentary. Oh, very nice. And here's what we learned. Just drop it in the conversation. Yeah. Listen, Donnie, I don't have that much going right now. I have a three-year-old and a six-month-old. I watch, you know, Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig. And so when I can drop a bomb like a documentary, I drop it and I just watch it explode. The PJ mask big in your house. I don't know what that no. is. Oh, just you wait. These little kids that dress up like superheroes. Oh, One's gosh. Owlette. Oh, my goodness. It's coming for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, that's my future. Yeah. It is kind of fun. Okay, some more inside scoop on why Mark Wahlberg was paid so much more than Michelle Williams for these reshoots. Because he asked for, for it? For the movie All the Money in the World. Well, it's a little different than that. And this okay. is interesting, Julia. Okay, so we know USA Today revealed that Mark Wahlberg made $1.5 million for extension, extensive reshoots on the film. They had to do all of these reshoots shoots because of Kevin Spacey when he was pulled from the movie. Right. Michelle Williams received her per diem of only $80 a day. Now here's what in, an industry insider who spoke to the rap is saying about this, that it was actually a difference in the original contract mm-hmm. that Michelle Williams original contract required her to do any necessary reshoots. Okay. While Mark Wahlberg's did not. Uh-huh. So when Ridley Scott said, Kevin Spacey is out. Christopher Plummer is in. We need to do 10 days of reshoots. Mark Wahlberg had the opportunity to negotiate a bis- additional pay while Michelle Williams did not. His so agent of course did his it. agent yeah. negotiated the higher fee. Yeah. Right. The actor's agent reportedly told the film, uh, Mark never works for free. 
And so he set the price. Film executives eventually agreed to it. Michelle Williams didn't have that deal. Okay. Well, and, be, and I think that's fair because when actors are negotiating their roles, they negotiate their future contracts based on their quotes on what they have received on previous films. So his agent is like, I'm not going to drop his quote because then that, that will affect his future earnings. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a bummer, though. Well, no, it's a total bummer for Michelle Williams. Oh, gosh, ladies, it's just a reminder. We got to just ask and ask and never accept what they offer. That's right. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. So many Speaking things Speaking of women to do. with money, we're talking about Oprah. Um, Jeff Bridges tweeting out that his home is right it's right next to Oprah's saying our home has been severely damaged but we are safe and so thankful for that and the first responders who are working tirelessly to save people we are heartbroken over the loss of lives in our community your prayers and best wishes are most appreciated and I am talking about the mudslides in Santa Barbara when Oprah was referring on video to a neighbor's home that was decimated it was the home of actor Jeff Bridges I know that's really that is scary. No now, things to be scared of a mudslide. Yeah, you know that, when we're thinking about our ten below in the yeah. next few days, that seems pretty good compared oh, to that that's kind nothing. of stuff, right? We're good. All yeah. right, thanks you guys. It was Thank nice you. to be with you. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, so I think there's a lot of traffic going on out there. Oh, you think? I think so. so sorry, everybody. Please drive carefully. Yes. Um, I want to let everybody know that the Critics' Choice Awards are on tonight on the CW. And um, people are already showing up. So we've been tweeting out at Lori Julia some of the cute clothes you're going to see. But the Critics' Choice Awards, everyone is going to be there. It's yes. TV, it's movies, yeah, it's James um, Franco. hosted by Olivia <laughs> Mom. What did you say, Donnie? I, I don't think James Franco's going to be No, here. I don't think he's going tonight. Yeah. But I am looking at red carpet photos, and I am not seeing anything that I like. Well, mm-hmm. the people are wearing color. That's true. I, Skeet Ulrich looked hot to me. He's in Riverdale. He plays the dad in Riverdale. Oh, God, he's beautiful. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that are going to be there tonight. Um, yeah, well, we'll post the red carpet photos tomorrow, yeah, and course. it's fun to watch. Sure. You know, this is a fun award show to watch. Yeah, because it's more casual. It's wake. Yeah, it's not like... It's not stuffy. I don't think people are that nervous about nope. whether or not they're going to win a Critics' Choice Award or not. No. Nope. And it's just more see or be seen and like and there on the carpet. And then the, the next big award show is what? The SAG Awards? Uh, what? Which well, is, when oh, is that, Julia? Can you tell it's, me? Oh, it's, it? a, <laughs> it's a week from next Sunday. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Okay. I think I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> We haven't talked much about it. I'm very, very, very excited. So I just want to give people, if you need something to do, you can watch that on the CW or you can watch the Tanya Harding interview with Amy Roberts. It's a two hour deal. I think it starts at eight o'clock on channel five, which is KSTP. All right. Here's what's going on. Lori's been out with the flu, right? Right. A lot of people around here have been sick, right? Right. Well, here's some audio. I mean, we are hearing that this is the worst flu season in California. And I think it's places that have had a lot of fires and smokes and the hurricane areas. I mean, it's kind of like the wrapping around from California down and wrapping the southern states around Mm -hmm. are the ones that are hit so hard right now by the flu. But here's a little bit about... How do you stay healthy right now during this flu season? Oh, hang on a second. There's somebody's playing in the background again. Those darn pop-ups. Oh, they're the nerve. They drive me crazy, those pop-ups. I don't even know know they're there half the time. 
Okay, good. We got rid of the pop-up, so here is the flu story. With flu fear spreading across the country, tonight we're told it could be a nasty one. Oh, boy. Why is it so powerful this year? We've been telling you about the severe spike. A deadly flu bug appears to be making a comeback. So many of us worry about catching the virus at work. I take hand sanitizer with me everywhere I go. I teach my students to sing the whole ABC song while they're washing their hands. <laughs> we brought family medicine doctor Mike Vashovsky to our GMA offices to point out the work danger zones and how to not get sick. Somebody with the flu yes. comes in here, huh, sneezes on the hands, yep. put it on the door. Yep. Now, how long can that live there and keep infecting the co-workers. The flu can live up to 24 hours on the door. In 20 minutes, we saw 33 people come through these doors. And if just one of them is sick, well, one university study finds that when one person comes to the office sick, more than half the surfaces and other employees in that office could be exposed to the virus after about four hours. What do we need to keep in mind when we're coming in the front door? Don't touch the door with your hands. Don't touch the door. You can push it with your elbow, you can push it with your back, anything that's not going to touch your face afterwards. And once you get inside, be careful in that elevator. You can actually see the entire building start getting sick if one person comes in and touches a few of these buttons. These bad boys are nastier than toilet seats. Every time you get off an elevator, you actually need to wash your hands. Again. Yes, absolutely. Dr. Mike says it's hard to look at coworkers and tell who's coming down with the flu. So be sure to clean your desk area with antibacterial wipes no matter what. The flu and the cold really look alike in terms of symptoms. This is what I like to call a high traffic area. So if you're going to come into a workstation that's public in a high traffic area, you got to wipe that bad boy down. Finally, keep in mind that germs can linger in the air for up to 30 minutes after someone with the flu has passed through, even in big areas like the conference room during our afternoon meeting. In the wintertime, when the air is drier and colder, they linger for even longer. So actually, if you were here before the meeting started, sneezed, and then you sat down, you can still get some of those germs that are hanging around. And what about during the meeting? If you're going to have to sneeze, allergies or not, sneeze into your elbow. Okay. That's right. Okay, great. Now I'm going to be turning into Howard Hughes, and I'm going to isolate myself so that I don't get any germs whatsoever. Well, listen, the big one that for me was that I do know this because we have to use a key code to get into the door after we use the facilities here. Correct. That yes. thing is nasty dirty. Oh, you have to, you yeah. Have to wear some, I didn't even know. think and, about that. And everybody, every day before Lori and I start, I mean, we comb this place down with 409 and disinfectant on all the buttons and the keyboards and everything because we are all working in this place. Right. One thing that I noticed, and it's a little difficult for us here, and you guys can relate to this, we have some doorknobs that are too low to be able to open it with your elbow. You'd have to crouch You'd down to in crouch order to really, do it. Really yeah. far down the way the, the doorknobs are placed. So I guess paper towel, I don't know. Ugh. I know, I but know. but the one about that is someone who had a flu in a conference room, it could linger there for 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's so, why it's just a good reminder. Look, if you're really sick, please, please, if you cannot go to work, just don't go. Right. Except for Lori. <laughs> oh, thanks, Lon. I'm teasing. Oh, you don't want to tease me, Holly. <laughs> Poor thing. She's really, really no, sick. No, I know. Well, that's what I... She's it's really, really sick. Yeah, it's really severe. And, you know, it just... Ugh, and, oh, the, oh, God, my skin is crawling. <laughs> I know it. Oh, dear. It is. All right. So here's other things that are happening around, happening around the Twin Cities. What day is today? Is it January 11th? Yes. Okay, the legendary... But new nostalgic nice opens today. Oh, it does. Um, in a new building in a new place. So um, that's happening today. Twenty months after we said goodbye to the real nice, 
if you want to go, that is opening. That's open today. Is this something that you would be interested in? Or do you think that the new Knives has lost all of its uh, je ne sais quoi about it? Je ne sais quoi. I can't. I'm sure that there's a lot of the je ne sais quoi that has been uh, forfeited. Mm-hmm. But I am not going to. I'm not going there tonight. No. I went out last okay. night. That's right. I, I, I cannot. You, pace yourself. Julia, I have to pace. last <laughs> night was on the Kiss Cam at the Target Center. <laughs> with Dr. Crutchfield. With okay. Dr. Crutchfield. Dr. Crutchfield. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was so mortifying. Okay, I have never, never been on a Kiss Cam. Oh, so this was your first time ever. It was, but it is so mortifying. Yeah. Um, especially when you're with a friend. Yes. Well, of course or, it or is. And just, like, well, and imagine the kiss cam. Co- I mean, I'm sure there's a certain amount of stress for the person operating the kiss cam to find the couple. He so was standing right in front of us and just turned around. He probably thought that you were an attractive couple. And then, you Ooh, know. Okay. And then everyone else said after has kind of made out, but Dr. C was so cute. He just goes, I mean, just really quick. <laughs> I mean, he reacted. He did something about it because I was just panicked. <laughs> Deer in headlights. Must be, uh, must be awkward if it's a brother sister. And- oh, there oh. was a brother sister, and they said brother sister. No, that oh, didn't happen. Oh, oh. I mean, oh. and they did say that. Okay. Stressful job. Brother sister yeah. operator. Uh-uh. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, okay, so um, when we come back, our favorite headline of the day has to do with a little girl named Mary. And you might remember her, and we're going to just tell you a little bit about what happened to her. People, I hope everyone is driving safe. I'm sorry, the commute to Holy Toledo's. Mm, be safe. Be safe out there. Okay, I want to let people know that our favorite headline today comes to us from a little girl named Mary. Now, we met Mary when we were doing a Santa stop at the Galleriette in Vision. And Mary came by with her mom, and this was what... We had Mary on the air, and she was going to tell us what she wanted for Christmas. Oh, cute! Just did off. We have a youngster here. We do. I want to. I want to. Um, Mary, you can have to you hold the microphone? Re- down. This is your Mary. Hands. Yeah, yeah Mary's you. got on a Santa hat, and I just asked Mary to come over during the break, and I said, "Well, what what do you want for Christmas, Mary?" And it's such an interesting thing that you're looking for for Christmas that I thought you should share it with our listeners and Santa in uh-huh. case he's listening. He always listens. So, what do you want? Uh, I want an alpaca, but I know that's a little much, so a stuffed animal alpaca, and I also really want a pet goat. And now, now do you have a, a hobby farm that you live on? Do you have, like, an uh, acre? Like, room for the goat? Well, we have a shed. Oh! <laughs> yeah. And, and is your, does, do, has Santa heard your request yet this year? Yeah. Okay, and are you feeling good about it? Yeah. Really? And why a, why an, a, a goat? A goat and an alpaca. I like how they make noises. Uh, the goat makes really funny noises. What does the goat noise make? Um, well, What's it sound like? There's one video where two of them were like, meh. <laughs> no, all right. Well, they do like to eat grass. I mean, the cities are using yeah. them as like summer lawnmowers. Is the grass long in your yard that you could sell it that way? Kind of. Kind of. And Mary, how old are you? Nine. Okay. All right. Well, you, that's our best request so far. Mm-hmm. Um, an alpaca or a goat because mm-hmm. you've got a shed. Yes. Merry Christmas, honey, and good luck. <laughs> okay. So to, I remember that. Oh, yeah. And today cute. we got this card from Mary, and um, she handmade a card that has a picture of her in front of a Christmas tree with her alpaca, and it says, Dear Lori, Julia, and Donnie, it was fun to meet you at the Galleria Santa Stop. 
Here is a picture of me and my new alpaca I got for Christmas. I also got an alpaca t-shirt, notebook, backpack, and coloring book. I was so happy from Mary. Then she drew a picture of an alpaca with him saying wink. And then she drew a little, a big picture of her as a smiley with a smiley face on it. And on her t-shirt, she says, just a girl who loves hearts alpacas. Oh, it is. It is so so cute. cute. I tweeted this out. I'm going to put it on Instagram. I mean, it's so merry. I mean, it's so sweet. And I just thought that is so fun. So that's our our happy Mary got her stuffed alpaca. No word on the goat, but maybe next year. you know. I just love when she said, well, we have a shed. I know. It was, it was the cutest thing. She was so cute. I also, this was something that I meant to mention yesterday, but me- remember the Juno star, Ellen Page? Yes. Um, she married her girlfriend, Emma Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, and she put it on an Instagram post yesterday. And she said, can't believe I got to call this extraordinary woman my life. Oh, so we're excited for her. And Ellen Page is one of the few openly gay actresses in Hollywood. She and Porter Portner, a dance and choreographer, met through Instagram after Paige saw Portner dancing in a video and messaged her. Isn't that kind of a cool way to meet? Yeah, that is a really mm-hmm. cool way to meet. And I think her partner shared just pictures of each other's rings a couple weeks ago yeah. on, on social media. So mazel to them. Yes, and, no uh, kidding. Ricky Martin got just got married. Yes, That's he did. Right. He did. Yep. Right, mazel Donnie. to him, too. I know. Indeed. <laughs> Donnie, what else do we have, honey? Uh, you just want me to go to the usual uh, source of information? Or, yes. I have it right here in front of my... Yeah. I've got it. Uh, let's see. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, even though she's in the movie, she can't get tickets to Black Panther. That's how popular this movie is. Yeah, what do you mean? That they're pre-sale tickets pre-sale, for Black yeah. Panther, and I believe that it has shattered the Fandango.com pre-sale record for any Marvel movie ever. Like This movie is going to be super popular. There's a lot of buzz around it that this is the movie of the spring to go and see. When does it come out even? Uh, well, I think in March. February 15th. Or February 15th. Oh, okay, I was totally wrong. That's oh. soon. All right. So I've, it's hot. Yep, February 15th at AMC Rosedale. I mean, I've just pulled it up and it came up. Um, well, speaking of Lupita Nyong'o, she's going to be one of the presenters at the Screen Actor Guild Awards, along with Halle Berry and some others. We're just going to keep you posted because, again, that's just like a week from Sunday. We're so excited. <laughs> okay, Danny, what's next? Um, Sean Hayes. We love Sean Hayes mm-hmm. and Will and Grace, of course. And uh, when he finally came out to his parents... His mom told him to see a therapist. They could, thought they could, you know, fix him that way. Okay, I did not read this story. Did I did read the story. You did? Yes. The good, it does have a happy ending. Originally, okay. it was not... <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm gay. Right. You need to, you see, need a to see a therapist. So yeah. it was a little difficult at first, but he said uh, she came around and now completely accepts him as he is well that's okay. nice. can you imagine how, uh, yeah. how scary that would be for a young person and then to, to have be your parents reject you mm-hmm. instead of like yeah, yeah i kind of figured or i mean that's that's hard stuff steven spielberg has a prediction for the oscars he says at least one woman will be nominated for best picture the yeah. best director i mean well it's gonna be well, greta gonna be, gerwig yeah exactly for lady bird yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think he's right. I think he's right, too. Okay. And a great. little bit about Greta Gerwig. 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 Greta Gerwig. 
She got, she accepted, she did get a Best Director Award from the National Board of Review this past Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. And she said that it shattered. She was on Stephen Colbert. He presented to her with the award. And when they headed backstage, she was so excited and nervous that the award slipped out of her hands and shattered into pieces on Cipriani's marble floor. She kept saying, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just did that. So this one's made out of glass. Oh, Oh, Mm -hmm. careful. Oh, what else do we have? Uh, we talked about it earlier. The LA Times did a big story. James Franco accused of sexually inappropriate behavior now by five women. Four of those were his students at this acting class he put on. And what they have to say is not very nice. They were basically, he was exploiting them with his power to get them to do things in scenes they did not want to do. Right. And those acting schools, I will say, unceremoniously closed several months ago without real any explanation. So I think that James Franco has known for some time that this report was going to be coming out. Oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. Duchess Kate, social media can get so addictive. It becomes part of your lifestyle. Any comments from from Duchess Kate? From Duchess Kate? Duchess Kate. Wow, Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the sky is blue and the grass is green. Um, Thank you very much. I'm so glad I don't have that one. That's one addiction I don't have. To social media? Social media? No. You can walk away from I it. Can wa- I can walk. I can. Me too. I wonder what Duchess can... Kate's secret Instagram handle is. Because you know she probably Kitty has Kate. something. Kitty Kate? Kitty Kate? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Or something like that. Because obviously if she's making this kind of statement, she must have some... Empathetic yeah. experience with yeah. it. Jealous mm. Duchess? I don't know. <laughs> He's not. I hate that. I, okay. Why do women have to be jealous? They can just okay. be lovely together, can't right. they? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Connie Britton is defending her $380 sweater that she wore to the Golden Globe. She says, what, a $5,000 gown would, would have been better? What did it say again? Like, um, uh, what it was, did it say? It said, it was, um, it said poverty is sexist. Yes. Poverty is sexy. And she wore it. It was kind of interesting because it was, you know, she doesn't have to defend it. Who cares if it costs a lot of money? If she wanted to wear that message, it was her right. Sure. Or, yeah, or I think the point that she wore just a $300 sweater versus people who spent thousands of dollars on gowns. Right. Well, do your thing. Who cares? Do your thing. Sharon Stone wore stuff from The Gap way back in the day. How about Lena Dunham? Uh, Lena Dunham has said... Love doesn't have to be defined by Western culture or something. Okay. Here's Uh, what's coming out now is that Jack Antonoff, she really, she sent out an Instagram and really expected a ring from him this holiday season in kind of November, December. Mm -hmm. She really did. They live together. They have a dog together. They've been together for five years. They were set up on a blind date. Well, he has moved on and he's seen someone else. Oh, he is? Yeah. Yeah, he broke up. They broke up. Oh, I thought it was just because he wanted to devote himself to the music. No, that's what Lori said. Oh, Oh, okay. No, he's moved on. He's moved on. He's got a girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Devote yourself to the music. Oh, gosh. There we go. Well, thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. We will be back tomorrow. Tonight, you know the Craig's Choice Word. And at 7 o'clock, CW. Point River Dental is your St. Paul dentist.